Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Knave, your host. It is so good to have you back with us for this installment and right across the table from me, my good friend, Nathan Rawls. Nathan, thanks for jumping in today. My pleasure. How many years has it been, you and me, doing ministry together? Coming up on 13. Almost 13 years in February. Oh, so, so good, which makes this a really rich conversation mm-hmm. because we're going to talk about what we're talking about, and then we're going to back up and kind of kind of tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about leadership pipeline, mm-hmm. which which really is, it isn't something that everybody's aware of yet, something we've been working on for a couple of years. Sure. So before we talk about what it is and the history behind mm-hmm. it, give us the why of leadership pipeline. Like, what are we doing with this thing we want to introduce to our people? Yeah. So around here, like we are very convinced that every single person that believes in Jesus has been given unique gifts and abilities. I mean, the the Bible tells us that and that those those gifts are given for the good of the church um, so that Jesus' body is built up so that people are enriched um, and that this ministry can move forward, that the kingdom can move forward. Yeah. And so we are committed to seeing everybody in in this church who has those, those gifts. Uh, we want to see them develop them. And I, I just think of Jesus parable of the talents, whenever he mm-hmm. describes these three servants, that one is given one talent and one's given five and one's given 10. And the one who's given five uh, does a great job and he develops it and he gets five more. Yes. And then the one who has 10, he does a great job and he develops it and gets 10 more. And Jesus comes back and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You can enter into my rest. And then he goes to the one who has one talent and that that servant buried it in the ground and he did nothing with it. And he says, uh, depart from me, you wicked and slothful servant. And it's like, man, that's that's harsh. But we see there that Jesus takes it very seriously, yeah. what we do with the gifts that he's given to us. And so we want to see people, uh, we want to see them develop those gifts and we want to help them steward that. Um, go ahead. Hey, one time we were, we were talking about how churches have generally done leadership placement. Mm-hmm. And I loved how you described that versus leadership development. Mm-hmm. Speak into that for just a moment. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I, this was one of the things that as we were reading a book about leadership development really cl- clicked and locked in for me because uh, often what happens when our churches think that they are developing leaders is they're looking around and saying, who is ready to go right now? Who mm-hmm. who would be a great small group leader? And we're looking around and we see, ah, that person, I see them having conversations in the lobby all the time. I think they'd right. be a great small group leader. Yeah. And what ends up happening is we just end up placing leaders who've already been developed into holes that need to be filled. Yes. And that's not what we want to do. That's not really a net win for the kingdom. It's like, it's great to see people using their gifts that they've developed, but we want to see people who may not even recognize that gifting in themselves yet. We want to see them develop that potential and actually grow into further leadership, not oh. just place them in a spot. That, that is so encouraging. So for, for someone here at Cornerstone, we would say, yes, like if you already know your gifts and you mm-hmm. have leadership that's already been developed, yes, mm-hmm. we want to help place you where you can flourish. And at the same time, if you would say, I don't even know what my gift is, or mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I have much to offer right now. We want to walk alongside and mm-hmm. develop you to be able to serve and, and for you to realize your full potential in that. 
Yeah. And so just a, a little personal note on this, you know, we're talking about 13 years <laughs> yes. of, of ministry together. I think of like aspects of both of this happening in my life. And it's probably one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it mm. is when I first came on, I was hired to, you know, fill a spot as an interim worship leader. And I had some gifts that, that were ready to go. And so it was a little bit of a placement into that spot. And I loved it, but then also quickly recognized that there are a lot of spaces that I had not been developed. And so I just remember a lot of, I think, Wednesday nights before rehearsal, whenever I'd drive from Anna to Marion, and you would take time out of your office to walk around the parking lot, and we'd talk leadership yeah. and what I was learning. And uh, you gave me space to make some mistakes, and then we'd debrief afterward. And it was like really meaningful for me. So I think that's probably one of the reasons I care so much about this. And on with that, I can say one of the reasons I care so much about it is having seen how you have developed mm. and to see someone who was given an opportunity and then flourish mm. far beyond what what we expected right. at first out of you. Right. I mean, you were just this punk kid, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I just needed a gap filled. And yet to see how you have flourished and become uh, is energizing to mm. me and and helps us see that potential in other people. So me too. Really I want to see it for more and more. So let's back up for just a moment then. Uh, let's tell the backstory. We, mm-hmm. we don't have to go into all the details, but this this whole thing of people realizing their potential and disciple mm-hmm. making, like this is this has been a passion of ours for a long time mm-hmm. since since the yeah, time right. you joined our team. Uh, give us a little of the backstory that brought us to Mac Lake Leadership Pipeline. Yeah. So I I think um, as as we were in our we, we've gone around the horn many times trying to figure out, like, how do we do this right. at Cornerstone? And I think one of the things that can get tricky is um, churches often take one of two approaches whenever they think about leadership development. They often either go, like, heavy, what they would call, you know, quote-unquote, discipleship, mm-hmm. where it's about spiritual growth and development. Like, that's what I want to see. So you're going to read these books. You're going to learn these topics. Um, and that's what it's going to be about. We want to disciple you. Um and then on the other side, you have like heavily skills-based stuff right. that's like, hey, we want you to learn how to facilitate a discussion or navigate conflict. And a lot of times those two um, ends of the spectrum ends up end up kind of like throwing stones at the other side. Mm-hmm. Whenever people who are heavily invested in leadership development, the skills-based side of it, yes. a lot of times they'll say, well, hey, all you guys who are doing the discipleship stuff, you're not giving them any practical tools to be able to actually lead. You're just filling their heads with more knowledge. And on the other side, you have people who are in the quote-unquote discipleship camp, the spiritual growth camp, who are saying, well, all you're doing is giving them a practical set of skills, but they're not actually growing to be more like Jesus. And so as we wanted to press in even more and discover like how do how do we think about this cuz we don't really want to take an either or mm-hmm. approach to this we we don't think it has to be a a binary decision here um we we think that there's a a way to do both um and we ran across Mac Lake yes. and his book was the first one that I read. I'm like, yeah, this is how we think about it. He would say that leadership development is about discipling leaders mm-hmm. in competency and character. Yes. It's a, it matches both together. And I, that's, that's how we came to his, his book. Okay. So character, you know, who you are, mm-hmm. competency, what you're able to do. And we move these forward together. Mm-hmm. And so with, with Mac's concept, you start with leading yourself and then you move on to leading others. Mm-hmm. So uh, speak to that a little bit more. Like how, how does that begin to navigate upward? Yeah, I think I think one of the stories that he told in his book, The Multiplication Effect, 
um, that really hit me was he described walking into a Starbucks and talking with one of their shift supervisors. He was scheduled to meet with like the store manager, but um, they were busy at the time. And so he just sat down with a shift supervisor and he said, hey, how do you guys do leadership development here? And uh, that shift supervisor was able to say, oh, yeah, I, you don't have to talk to the store manager. I know exactly what that is and talked through the process from going, you know, from your first day working there to becoming a shift supervisor, to becoming a manager and all those steps. And so for us, we we recognized and Mac, Mac, Mac highlights this in his book, we recognized that leadership development shouldn't be this black box that you can't peer mm-hmm. into. It should be something that like we want to peel back the curtain and okay. say this is what it looks like. And so for us, we have um, these these five levels of leadership mm-hmm. and it's it's progressive. It just makes sense. I think of Jesus saying, hey, if you're faithful with a little, I'll entrust you with yes. more. And so it's very biblical to think this way. And so it starts with leading yourself. It's like, what does it look like for me to take ownership of my spiritual health? What are those, mm-hmm. those disciplines, those practices, those things that help me grow as a believer? And then you progress into leading others. How do I help make disciples? How do I help other people follow Jesus? What's it look like um, to have these uh, competencies to be able to to lead others. And then from there, it moves on to leading leaders. Okay, how do I help those leaders underneath me be able to grow? And then into leading a department. And it has this, this scale and this sense of growing in maturity and capacity um, that is very progressive. And we don't, we want all that to be front and, front and center, not hidden at all. So, so if somebody's sitting here Thinking, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, you just talked about leading a department. No, I, I don't even know what I can do <laughs> or I, I'm, I'm not ready for any of this. You genuinely believe that someone can take these steps. Like if they'll, mm. if they'll jump into it, they can actually develop the abilities and the character of a, of a leader for mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm convinced that sitting in our chairs right now, we have future lead pastors and church planters and directors and ministry staff and people who are going to just make a tremendous impact on the world at large. Um, So yes, absolutely. I think there are people who are currently just beginning to learn to lead themselves, just learning what it means to read the Bible and pray and be in community and stuff, who in the future, um, having been developed through our leadership pipeline, are going to be... uh, you know, tremendously successful pastors and and church leaders. That is so thrilling to hear, and and filled with hope uh, for for people who have thought I, I could never do mm-hmm. what you do, Nathan, mm-hmm. or I could never do what is done leading a small group. Uh, was even talking to someone yesterday who who just felt like they they couldn't put the words mm-hmm. together uh, well enough to be able to lead a class or uh, lead a lead a teaching. And yet we now have these steps that we're going to come alongside you. We're going to help you uh, discover what are your gifts. We're going to help you develop that character to go with it Mm -hmm. and then to quite possibly develop giftings you don't even know are there uh, and help you with with those. Um, so, so encouraging to think about how that fits into us being part of the big C mm-hmm. church. Yeah. Like there's going to be some people we get to develop and yep. send them out, totally. you know, just like some really neat leaders that we have already sent out, but now having a real intentional way and a value for doing that. And we mm-hmm. get to say, thank you for being part of Cornerstone in this season. Now go be mm-hmm. what, what God has called you to be and go do what God has, has called you to do. Uh, so, 
you have you have lit that fire back in me again <laughs> to talk about it. So what 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 does it look like to or what does it look like to start? And and was there anything else you wanted to say before I say what is your first step? Yeah. So just as you're talking about like the potential of like we want to be for the big C church and yes. sending out um, one of the. Uh, stories that I really resonated that Mac told um, was he described a church that started off with like, they came to a leadership pipeline because they're like, we don't have enough leaders to do the ministry we need to do. We don't have enough small group leaders. We don't have enough uh, people serving in kids. And what do we do? Um, and after implementing this leadership pipeline, uh, after, you know, a year, two years, uh, the pastor was calling Mac and saying, Mac, what do we do? We don't know what to do with all the leaders here now. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine yes. what that does for the big C church whenever we're not just saying, uh, oh, we've got a gap that needs to be filled. And so we're going to put this person in that hole. But instead we're saying, man, God has raised up such a harvest of leaders. We've got an abundance of them that they're spilling out. And now there's healthy leaders that are going to churches throughout our region and the world. Yes. And and we've gotten a taste of it mm-hmm. here. So a few months ago at, at a staff meeting, uh, Dustin Keel said, hey, we're doing three things mm-hmm. this month in, in the worship ministry. Mm-hmm. And he said, any one of those would have tapped me out yeah. a, a few years ago, but now we have a leadership mm-hmm. team that is running these three mm-hmm. things, these these workshops and these initiatives that the worship team was doing. Mm-hmm. And so we're getting a taste of what it looks like to see coaches and mm-hmm. and, and and raised up from, from within us. And we've also gotten a little bit of taste of the Big C Church. Mm-hmm. Every time I go over to do our little interviews at River Radio, I'll, I'll talk with April, and she absolutely loves her pastor, Zach. Furlong mm. over at First Baptist Cutler, and and Zach got to come through Cornerstone, yeah. and we sent him out for the Big C Church. So we've we've gotten a taste yeah. of what it will be like years from now when mm-hmm. this is fully developed, and and we're seeing people really lean into their character and and their giftedness. Yeah, and I think that's one of my favorite things just about being here. And one of the things that people are regularly surprised by is how much we are comfortable handing off mm. things uh, yes. to. To gifted leaders. So you look at the kinds of things that Dustin's handed off as far as like uh, organizing a, a um, worship worship team retreat or mm-hmm. organizing a student uh, worship boot camp. Yes. And those kinds of things, it's like you'd expect that that's just staff doing it because, you know, we're used to uh, a lot of times people being very um, like close handed with what they're doing. Right. Like I, I need to keep this because it's power. And we're, we're all about like, yes. we want to hand it off. We want to see uh, these leaders do what they're good at. Okay, so take us now. Now that you have us all excited, take yeah. us all the way back. So somebody says, "All right, I'm not sure if I have the character to be a leader. I'm not sure if I have any gifts to be a leader. What does the very first step look like mm-hmm. to step into this pipeline you're yeah. talking about?" Yeah. So whenever we whenever we want to develop someone in their leadership uh, competency and character, um, we do it through apprenticeship. Um, that's that's the way we see Jesus doing it, where he invites people to come alongside, and it's not just it's not just read this book um, and it's not just, hey, go do some work, but it's it's both where you have the content, the development, the teaching aspect of it. And then you also have some practice um, where you're getting to try it out. And then you also have an experienced mentor who, after you give it a shot, you're coming back together with them and, and they're going to say, um, hey, how'd it go? What would you do differently next time? Okay, here's something you might try. And so very practically for people who are wanting to take that next step, 
that especially takes form in our uh, small group ministry okay. and on ministry teams. Yes. So uh, one of the first things you're going to want to do as you're learning to lead yourself is you're going to want to join a ministry team and you're going to want to get in a small group. And then depending on which which route you're wanting to take, you can talk with your small group leader. If you say, you know what, I think I want to be a small group leader in the okay. future, or I want to at least try it on and see if I might be a good small group leader. Talk to your small group leader and say, hey, um, I heard about our leadership pipeline. What can you tell me about that? And can you can you maybe like, can we talk about what an apprenticeship would look like? And they'll know, or they'll be able to get you the information you need yes. about how to do that. Same thing with the ministry team. If you're in kids or on next gen or in worship or on experience mm-hmm. team or cafe or uh, any of these ministry teams, they all have their leadership pipeline developed and they'll be able to know how to direct you um, to take those next steps in being developed as a leader. Okay, so those primary places are, hey, if, if you're in a small group, if you're receiving ministry, mm-hmm. go to your small group leader, or if you've been volunteering on any of those teams you just rattled off, uh, go to the person that, that's leading that team, that's doing a huddle, mm-hmm. or that you know coordinates that, mm-hmm. go to them and say, okay, I'm interested in in taking my first mm-hmm. step. Then what does the what what does it look like? What am I mm-hmm. signing up for? Right. What's the first six weeks or six months or what what does that even look like? Yeah, so we we use um a a series of like development modules that are not just like content heavy. They're actually relatively easy to understand. Okay. So you don't have to, you know, you're not reading 100 pages a week or something like that. Good. Um but these these competencies are very well laid out for each department where you will end up meeting with your your um trainer and you'll go through the module and there's always a put it into practice section. So it will be something like facilitating discussion and you'll read a section that's on how to ask good questions. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get together with your um, your mentor, your trainer, and uh, you'll talk about it. And then you'll have time to put it into practice where maybe at that next small group meeting, he's, he or she is going to say, hey, uh, would you take some of the questions this week? And you're going to get to ask questions and then afterward, uh, follow up with your trainer. And it's a very like hands-on tactile learning experience as you're being apprenticed into into those character and competency. So you're talking about meeting with someone mm-hmm. to discuss a, a learning module, you called it, yeah. and then I get to practice it a little bit and get feedback of, of what worked and, yeah. and what dif- didn't work you got as it. I'm discovering um, different gifts maybe I didn't know I had mm-hmm. or they were just in in almost a beginning form, yeah. but I, I didn't know where to take it. Uh, and along with that, I'm, you're, I'm also going to be discussing character pieces. Is yes. that part of the Absolutely. as well? Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, wow. Uh, what else would you like to share before we wrap up today? You know, I think I am, I'm really stoked about where this is right now. Uh, whenever we think about our leadership pipeline, we see people who are coming up through the ranks who are like starting to be trained and developed. And I'm even more excited about where it's going in the future because this was something that we spent last year um, really developing and honing for our church, like how we do it. And so it takes some time for for pushing on the flywheel for it to gain momentum and traction. And so uh, I'm really excited to see whenever you know, you can you can look around at anybody who's joined a ministry team and they know exactly what the leadership pipeline means yes. from the moment they join a ministry team and they know what their path forward looks like, where um, all of the coaching level structure is built out. Because right now we have, we're doing a great job with onboarding team members. We're doing a great job with um, helping people go from team member to team leader. But then some of our ministry departments don't have like the coaching level mm, built out as much yes. as we'd like to see. And that's that's coming. Like everybody is working on that as well. So I'm excited to see it taking shape and I'm excited to see more people get involved too. 
Ah, well, your excitement is palpable. Like I can feel it. I can see it in your face. I can hear it in your voice. And and I know that our people are hearing that opportunity to take a first step in mm-hmm. and see what God might do, that they would not just be a, a leader placed, but a leader developed. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing now is just the beginning, just the mm-hmm. in, initial indicators of this incredible movement mm-hmm. uh, in our church of seeing a wave of people who uh, know their giftedness, have developed it, and it's being released into the kingdom, mm-hmm. both right here at our church and beyond for mm-hmm. the Big C Church. Nathan, thank you so much for being part of this. Uh, uh, I, now I got to go back and try to try to finish a, a day of work without thinking about <laughs> Leadership Pipeline. I'm really stoked. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.